Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day and a new week ahead. You have blessed us with this gift of time. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you have called us with this opportunity to be in your presence, to connect with you in spirit. You ask us to seek you in spirit so that every prayer we make is released in the spirit realm. For there is no power in the flesh realm. And when we are connected with you, you pour your spirit. And you pour your peace, your joy, your grace over our lives. So that with that peace and joy, we are not left wanting, we are not left falling short. But you provide answers as well through the wisdom that you share with us. Answers to all the challenges that we bring with us. And that same peace and that same joy, Father, we want to share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family that are called by your name. We share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them, all those that are called Christians and have not yet known you, and those that do not want to know you, that they be quickened in their hearts and the steps be turned around towards you. So as we make our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of the God of overflow. The God of miracles. The God who is our refuge and our portion. Who is our shield. Our strong tower. The God of Abraham who honors faith. The great I am, the ancient of days. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who taught us faith the one who heals, the one who is the way, the truth, and the life, the sheep gate, the door through which we are able to enter into the kingdom, the one who shall judge the quick, those that are quickened, and those that are dead from sin. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus that gave life to his mortal body and now gives life to ours, that we too become a quickened spirit when we receive him. And no longer mere flesh. He is the one who changes the times and seasons. The one who heals our backsliding. The father of light. And has now made his tabernacle within us. He has come searching for us. For unless he quickens us as Psalm 80 verse 18 says, we cannot come to him. We cannot call on his name. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this mystery, this gift of your Son and your Spirit. That there is no, under, no other name given under heaven by which we must be saved. And when we call on that name, everyone without exceptions is saved. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of friends and destiny helpers and angels with family as well 
We thank you, Lord, that you move every resource available under heaven to bless us. We thank you, Lord, you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with the gift of your word. And you teach us the mysteries within your word so that when we speak that prayer, which is based on your word, we ask according to your will and you hear us. We thank you, Father. And today, as we get into our reflection, I'd like us to reflect on the words of James chapter 5, verses 7 and 8, where he says, Wait patiently, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits expectantly for the precious harvest from the land, being patient about it until it receives the early rain and the latter rain. You too, be patient, strengthen your hearts, keep them energized and firmly committed to God because the coming of the Lord is near. And I'd like to focus on that early rain and the latter rain because they play a key part while we are waiting there. What does it mean? If we look closely at the start of chapter 5, it calls the rich one to repentance. Those that pride in physical possessions. And then going all the way up to waiting patiently for his coming is near, as we have seen in the above two verses. But to understand this early rain and the latter rain better, let's look at another occurrence of these rains. It's Joel chapter 2, verses 23 to 26, where the prophet says, Rejoice, O children of Zion, and delight in the Lord your God. For he has given you the early autumn rain in vindication. Now, those two words must be highlighted there. The early rain in vindication. We shall come back to that. And he has poured down the rain for you. The early autumn rain and the late spring rain as before. And the threshing floors shall be full of grain and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. And I will compensate you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the creeping locust, the stripping locust, and the gnawing locust, my great army which I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. And when he speaks of the locusts eating up, I'm reminded of the curses from Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 15 onwards. Which is often a result of our own disobedience to God's law, to his instruction then that is often accompanied by shame. Shame often comes with or after a feeling of guilt. That is, the accuser has played his part there. But now let's go back to the earlier verses, which talks about the former and the latter rain. In agricultural terms, when a farmer sows his seed for his crop, there is an early season rain when the seed starts to germinate after sowing and it makes a new start and then it grows 
And the latter rain is when it has grown enough to bear fruit. And it is near the time of harvest. That rain helps the fruit bearing of these plants. So here he talks about, if we look at the Amplified Version, he talks about sowing in autumn and reaping in spring. So when he says the early autumn rain in vindication, vindication is justification. So here it refers to justification through the blood. When we repent, remember in, in the early part of chapter 5, he spoke, James spoke about repenting. And then he referenced the early rain and the latter rain. So that autumn, early autumn rain in vindication means justification through the blood of Jesus. And that happens when we are drawn to Jesus, when we receive the gift of salvation through repenting and believing on him. So the early rain is the baptism of the spirit. When we first get saved, when we first receive Jesus and all the old has passed away and all things are made new, a clean slate, he casts us in behind his back and he remembers them no more. We make a new beginning in the kingdom of God. That seed sown in your spirit. That's when the early rain is poured on us. And then begins a phase of restoration or growth in the spirit. As is described here in Joel chapter 2, verses 25 and 26. And he says, all that was lost due to the locusts or which we would now call curses. All that was lost due to curses of the law, he restores. We see that mentioned by Paul in directly in Galatians 3 verse 13 as well. Jesus Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And here the prophet Joel talks about, in, in this verse is prophesied, where God talks about redeeming us from all the curses, what the locust has eaten up from our lives, all that he wants to restore. He is bringing abundance. Finally, we reach a phase where after that restoration, we must bear fruit in the spirit. Let's look at what he says about that phase in Joel 2, verse 28. He says, and afterward, which in Acts 2, 17, it refers to it as the last days. And they are quoting, Luke quotes Joel, the prophet Joel there as well, in Acts 2, 17 onwards to 20 or 21, where he says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy your I prophesy and your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. So he's talking about spiritual capabilities and gifts now. That pouring out of his spirit to bring revival and growth of the kingdom where believers function in these gifts that they have received for the purpose of ministry, for the purpose of kingdom growth. This is the latter rain as seen in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 to 12, that talks about the gifts of the Spirit. This is when we each experience our own Pentecost. Something gets activated in our spirit 
that does not leave us the same anymore. This is his mighty move to strengthen the church and turn it around. And James says, wait patiently for it to come like the farmer does. For this is in preparation of the second coming of the Lord. So look for that move of the Spirit. Desire it. Discern to identify his purpose for your life. And then all that is needed is to surrender to him and to be obedient to what he tells you to do. The latter rain. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we reflect further individually on this <clears throat> former rain and the latter rain, on your move in the spirit and what you are doing in our lives, we ask for that grace to surrender all our faculties to you and to bring them under your control, to give you permission to lead us, to be led by you, just like Jesus was led into the wilderness. So that when, as he prayed in that wilderness for 40 days, as he communed with you in the spirit, when we commune through that phase and we emerge there as well, we emerge with a clear understanding of purpose and we emerge with the power that you have filled into our spirit. Riding along with our king on the white horse with swords emerging out of our mouth. The sword of your word. The double-edged sword. We ride along with him. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit. That we become useful in your kingdom. Not just sons that receive the benefit of the sacrifice that Jesus has made for us. But we in turn become like him, like he said, that grain of wheat that dies and brings in a harvest. Father, as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs. Those of our families and friends, every request that has been mentioned on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized, those that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are undergoing separation or division. We pray for all those <coughs> that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. We pray for those that are victims of the war that is going on internationally. Those that are refugees in their own country. Those that have had to escape. We pray for all those that are victims of any kind of abuse and any kind of discrimination. Especially those that are weak and have no ability to fight back. We pray for those that are battling challenges in their finances. Those that are looking for a new job, a new beginning. Do not see much movement happening on the ground. Father, we plead their cause. We bring them between the horns of your tabernacle. 
we cover these as well as every member of every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over their lives, over their ministry as well, over their journey into the kingdom and in the kingdom. We put on your angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. The angels whom you have given charge over us. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, injury, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. We call that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for those members of our families and our friends that have not yet been saved, that have not yet received their salvation. And we ask for them to be quickened, Father, that they might call on your name and not end up in shame, just as your word says. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us when we connect with you in the spirit and we pray from the spirit realm. So we now join our spirit with yours to be one spirit, knowing that we can make this our prayer of agreement with him and he prays on our behalf as your word in Romans 8 verse 26 says. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith, go ahead and unmute your mic. Trust in him and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Ketika 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. We release our faith and say amen. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We have a scripture, a reflection that has been shared in the chat. This is from Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 4, which talks about life through the Spirit. And it is written there, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh but according to the spirit. It is like a direct connection to that first rain, the early rain. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from John 14, verse 26, where it is written, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. He immediately poses latter in as well. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today is from 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There's anyone else who's receiving a word from the Lord or any scripture verse being put on their heart? Please feel free to type it in the chat or you can even unmute your mic and speak. The scripture I'm led to today is from Isaiah 43, 19. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness 
and streams in the wasteland. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's reflection, just a reminder that if you are being blessed by these morning reflections, the morning prayer, or Brother Savio's reflections as well that are posted daily on our Facebook page and on the Telegram group, please share them with others that would need to hear that same message and it can bless their lives in ways only known by the Spirit. It is not our job to judge what we should or shouldn't but it's more of share them and let him make that verse real to those people let him quicken them but unless he quickens just as his word in in uh, psalms 80 verse 18 says unless he quickens them they can't come to him it is our job to facilitate that let us do that and let us fulfill our part and let the mercy and the grace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Monday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. Thank you everyone.